Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for the Helps Me podcast. My name is Taylor Dykes, and I'm here with my colleagues, Kelly Garrett, Hannah Matos, and Sodi Smith, to introduce our three-part mini-series about preschool fade-out and early intervention programs within the Charlotte-Mecklenburg school system. To begin the series, we will get an expert's opinion on what preschool fade-out is and how we can mitigate its effects. Then, we will look more closely at our local Charlotte-Mecklenburg schools. We will explore the broader challenges that CMS has faced before learning about the HELPS Literacy Curriculum, a reading intervention program that has seen huge success with Charlotte elementary schoolers, which may be paving the way for future programs that address preschool fade out. We will then address how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the outcome of early childhood education. When the pandemic hit, educators and students were forced to adapt to new learning environments, both nationally and locally within CMS. Throughout the podcast, we will interview a variety of experts who bring their unique backgrounds and experiences to this issue. Throughout this series, we hope to accurately represent the broad range of opinions that have gathered on the state of preschool education and the future of intervention programs like HELPS. So what is preschool fade out and why is it important? To answer these questions, I decided to speak to Dr. Michael Little, Assistant Professor of Educational Evaluation and Policy Analysis at North Carolina State University. As a key informant working in the field of early childhood education, I hoped that Dr. Little would provide information about the issue of preschool fade out and his perspective about implementation challenges and opportunities related to this policy issue. So pre-K fade out refers to this phenomenon where A lot of studies of pre-K programs, for example, Tennessee's public pre-K program or um, Head Start or really any kind of early childhood center-based care for three or four-year-olds, when you look at the effects of pre-K, you often find that relative to kids that didn't attend pre-K, they get a nice boost in terms of their achievement scores right at the end of pre-K. However, once kids enter elementary school, after a couple of years, the differences between kids that attended pre-K and those that didn't tends to narrow or converge. Um, Some people call it fade out. Some people call it convergence. Some people call it catch up. There's a number of different names for it. Um, But it's just this idea that the differences between kids that attend pre-K and don't tend to come together in early elementary school. And one of the reasons people think this is the case, there's a number of explanations, but one is that kids get kind of redundant instruction or they get, um, they have educational experiences in the early grades that just don't build on those early gains that they made in pre-K. And so they kind of are just hanging out and teachers have to focus on bringing up the lower kids that didn't attend pre-K. And then at the end of the day, they end up performing on um, similar levels. As Dr. Little explains, preschool fade-out is an important policy issue because the achievement outcomes that children who attend early childhood education or developmental programs experience diminish so that there is no noticeable difference between children who attended preschool or pre-K programs and those who did not. After defining preschool fade-out and how it affects K-12 education, I asked Dr. Little about important policy actions that we can take to mitigate its negative effects. I asked him about the effectiveness of literacy intervention programs specifically in addressing the issue, and although he was not familiar with the HELPS program, which we discuss in the next episode of the series, Dr. Little provided helpful information regarding the importance of literacy in early childhood education. 
if you are able to read proficiently by third grade, your chances of later educational success are much higher. If you can't, your risks of educational failure are very high. And so there is a really strong incentive to address literacy really early um, because it lays the foundation for basically your whole educational career. Dr. Little made an important point, however, in noting that no individual intervention program is going to eliminate preschool fade out. Such programs can help mitigate the effects of the issue, but the effectiveness of any intervention program depends on the extent to which it provides individualized instruction. Say you've got two kids in a classroom and you've got one kid went to pre-K and one kid didn't. And the kid that went to pre-K already came in with higher literacy skills, right? Mm -hmm. So if they are both getting the exact same instruction and it's kind of already like too easy for that kid that attended pre-K, that intervention might just bring up that lower kid to the level of the pre-K kid. And then that's, that's quote fade out or convergence, right? Yeah. But if the intervention helps push both of those kids individually, and so they, they both can grow, um, you might still see, see that persistent benefit of pre-K over time. So I think it would depend on how that program is implemented and the extent to which it really what really one of the things that I think is critical to overcome fade out is just making sure that instruction in the early grades is individualized so that every kid is experiencing growth. In other words, to mitigate the effects of preschool fade out, early childhood intervention programs must pursue equity in the level and amount of instruction they provide for individual children and their academic growth to result in a persistent benefit of pre-K in the early elementary school years. With this understanding of the importance of early literacy intervention paired with the need for individualized instruction within such programs, we hope you join us next episode where we will dive into how preschool fade out is affecting the Charlotte Mecklenburg school system and what intervention programs are working to combat it. This episode of Helps Me is brought to you by the amazing teaching and support of Professor Dr. Brittany Murray at Davidson College. We'd also like to thank Matthew Hayes, Beth Thompson, Michael Little, and Melissa Walker for volunteering their time for this podcast. We could have not have done it without you. This episode was written and edited by Kelly Garrett, Taylor Dykes, Hannah Matos, and Sodi Smith.